Welcome to this edition of Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets. In this weekly show, you'll catch two fund managers who'll share their views on a selection of listed companies, both here and overseas. Hit the subscribe button on your podcast player to be notified of new episodes each week. And don't forget that all the views expressed are general in nature and you should seek your own advice before making any decisions of your own. That's all from me. Sit back, relax and enjoy the latest edition of Buy, Hold, Sell. Hello and welcome to Livewise Buy, Hold, Sell. My name is Chris Conway and today we are joined by Prime Values Mike Younger and Yarra Capital's Katie Hudson for their analysis of the darlings and duds of the small cap arena. First up today we have AUB Group. It is the old OS brokers and it's Australia and New Zealand's largest insurance broker network. Mike, starting with you, is it a buy, hold or a sell? AUB Group is a buy for us. Um, Volumes are incredibly resilient and uh, we need no further example than the recent COVID shutdowns to to highlight that one of the last things businesses will turn off is their insurance. At the same time, the premium rate cycle um, is very strong, uh, but it also seems like it is elongating um, as climate change creates more frequent weather events and that's pushing up the the cost of insurance which AUB will pass through Uh, or take a clip of uh, those premiums that it sells to its clients. Uh, And so trading at just a mild premium to the market, um, we think it's a buy. Katie, the share price has risen about 13% over the last 12 months. For you, is it a buy, hold or a sell? It's a buy, but we also recognise it is a market darling. It is very well owned by uh, by small cap managers. And I think it, the benefits, as Mike described, of the insurance broking network is well understood uh, by investors. So that probably means the inefficiency is not as strong as it might be for other companies. Uh, but, but I do agree with Mike. It is a fantastic uh, part of the market. If you think about the value chain for insurance, uh, the insurance broker has the low capital intensive part. Uh, They have the benefit of the premium increase, but they don't have the claims inflation that the poor old insurers are bearing. So it's definitely the attractive part of the value chain in insurance. And as Mike highlighted, they're benefiting from that climate trend as well. Um, I think the Tizer's acquisition they made is is de-risking pretty quickly. Uh, And they also have the opportunity to buy more of their existing businesses where they own less than 100%. uh, And that tends to be pretty low risk and, and certainly very high returning. Next up we have Propel Funerals. It has steadily been taking market share in recent years and last time out its net profit after tax was up more than 40%. Katie, for you, is it a buy, hold or a sell? So that one's a sell for us. Uh, it's not uh, a stock that we're hugely in favour of. Uh, certainly that sector is, is growing structurally. Uh, death rates will continue to rise for the next three or four years before they start to plateau uh, and then uh, will you know, be more challenging as that, um, that age cohort uh, starts to roll through their system. Uh, the, the big issue for us is we think the sector is over-earning. Uh, they make 70% gross margins. Um, a lot of that is, is because they charge very high prices for the coffins. Uh, we're starting to see some new entrants coming into the market. Bear, for example, they have a simpler, um, lower cost model. Uh, we think that's going to change the economics of the industry over time uh, and we're cautious as a result. Mike, the share price is uh, down around 5% in the last 12 months. It's all a bit morbid, but is it a buy, hold or sell for you? Uh, For us, Propel's a buy. Um, We like the long duration nature of the growth profile. So from the volume side, that ageing population is going to see an acceleration in uh, the death rate over over the the medium to long term. And on the pricing side, these companies have shown an ability to continue to increase prices year in, year out, which is really because the service is, is quite price inelastic. 
Um, we've seen recently a bid for the major competitor Invocare uh, at a PE of 35 times. Um, Propel trades at about 23 times earnings, but it also has latent capital on its balance sheet from a, an equity raise that it did a couple of years ago, such that they can uh, buy businesses that would add 20% to the current earnings base. Next up we have Calcium Group, formerly C-Link Travel. It operates transport services in Australia, the UK and Singapore. Mike, for you, is it a buy, hold or a sell? Kelsian's also a buy. I'm sounding like a bull here. But um, management have got a great track record, um, which over time has meant that they've been able to build quite strong market share in the Australian bus industry. Um, at the same time, uh, you've got contract structures which are really favourable, in particularly around inflation protection uh, and also not having any fare box risk. Uh, and the electrification of the bus network is one that we think provides long duration growth for the industry as a whole because it's one way in which governments can try to get those gas guzzling cars off the road. Um, so buy for us. Katie, the share price is down around 14% over the last 12 months. For you, is it a buy, hold or a sell? So it's a buy for us as well. Uh, we agree with Mike that uh, the long duration nature of those contracts is a really attractive industry. The outsourcing from government to the private sector should mean they should see structural growth over time. Um, you mentioned the share price is down. I think a lot of that is to do with the fact there's been a fair bit of labour disruption in their workforce. Uh, that's put some pressure on margin short term. Uh, with the labour force starting to normalise, with migration starting to improve, uh, we think they should get that margin benefit back over the next 12 or 18 months. Uh, and of course they've made a really interesting acquisition, their first foray into the US. Uh, they've actually been doing work over there for five years, they know the market well. Uh, we think over time that will be a really compelling growth uh, strategy for them. Uh, and uh, we think it looks really interesting, so it's definitely a buy for us. Alright, it's time to talk overhyped duds. Companies that are likely to face headwinds from here and, and perhaps have uh, overachieved. Katie, we'll start with you. What have you bought for us? So I, I'm going to call out initially the biotech sector and then I'm going to talk about a company specifically. Uh, we just think that whole biotech sector and the small cap part of the market just gets structurally overvalued and overhyped. Uh, you know, they're, they're certainly there's a lot of interesting products coming down the pipeline, but a lot of them have a billion or a one and a half billion dollars of market cap and a lot of risk attached to them. Uh, getting a product to market requires commercialisation, it requires distribution, uh, it requires a change in the way clinical practice operates. Uh, so we think there's a lot of risk attached to these products and these companies that is not reflected in, in the company's share prices. Um, one I call out is Neuron. Uh, you know, really interesting new product they've just got FTA approval for. Um, but the hard part is about to start for them. You know, they've got to change clinical practice. Um, certainly we think there'll be a lot of patients who will try the product, um, whether that will be sustainable uh, and meet expectations about some pretty significant market growth um, for a $1.7 billion market cap company, uh, we think looks challenging. Mike, what about you? What's an overhyped darling and why? Uh, for us, it's ProMedicus. Um, it's a fantastic business. It's got a lot of characteristics that investors look for. High earnings growth, high margins and, and low capital intensity. Uh, but valuation-wise, it's really extreme. Um, this is a stock trading at 100-odd times PE. And it's one of the only tech stocks which hasn't derated over the last 18 months. Um, and to sort of highlight the extremity of that valuation, if you continue to grow the earnings out at the pace that they're currently tracking um, versus growing out the market growth, it would take over 10 years for ProMedicus to trade at a market multiple. Um, and so for us, that's very extreme and provides very little margin of safety should something go wrong. Well, that's all we have time for today. If you enjoyed that episode of Buy, Hold, Sell, make sure to give it a like 
and don't forget to follow our YouTube channel because we're adding great new content every week. Thanks for listening to Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets, Australia's number one source of expert investment analysis and insights. Register for free online at livewiremarkets.com and you'll discover more exclusive investing articles, videos and podcasts.